Welcome to episode 107 of Drew's Sports Crew. Yes, it feels great to be back here on this Monday night. Myself, Drew Skyberg, back bringing you the news in the sports world. After, again, I had episodes out last week, but again, I was out on a study abroad trip for a week in Panama City. So I was in the international business. It was, it was the theme, so glad to be back. And I'm glad to be here talking sports with you all today. So um, thank you again, you know, for all the guests who joined me last week. Really appreciate that. It was great to talk to again. Justin Brenner of the UWM Post previewed Brewers Baseball last Monday's episode. And also Journey Million. We got to thank Zoe, right? Zoe joined Zach and I last week for Journey Million. And then also Ryan Borkhart we had on. We had a referee on who is WIA licensed. Actually, he officiated the three-point shootout. So we talked about, you know, how that's been. And uh, and then overall, just the shortage, right? The story of the shortage is what we called it. So good to discuss all of that with with the guests. But back here to talk what we all love, sports, right? So this is an exciting week of sports, honestly. You know, I had some All-State teams come out. It was like last week. I'll be shouting those athletes out to start, but really, I mean, Brewers starting up here. We got opening day rosters, basically. You know, home openers next Monday, week from now. We go to Chicago Thursday. We got opening day. So it's getting real. Bucks just won in Detroit. You know, a shorthanded Bucks squad wins in Detroit. So we'll talk about how they've been doing. And, right, I mean, we're we're getting into the last and the home stretch here um, after this week for Bucks basketball. April 9th is that last game that I've been mentioning. It's getting really, really close. Also, we had our fantasy baseball draft for, again, the Drew Sports Crew League last night. So I was in an airport doing it, but was happy to have it done. And I was thank you for everyone being there, too. We had a full 10 out of 10 there for the draft. And then we're getting ready to announce some winners for March Madness coming up here. Um, hopefully next week I can officially bring you the winners. I always I'll probably be waiting until the championship game. So keep that in mind. Um, but those are just my quick announcements here to start, other than recording, which I'll get to right away here. Tomorrow, um, I bring two episodes. So I'll actually be previewing the basketball slate tomorrow, right? Um, come on in the morning. Um, again, Point Brewery, shout them out. I'll be having a root beer in the morning. Um, talking, again, what the basketball slate's looking like. And then, Tomorrow night, 4.15, again, Zach, Zach Roush, Jared Vlasky, myself, Drew Skyberg will be back. Journey Million, episode 70. So check that out tomorrow, 4.15 p.m. Central. And that's the schedule looking like. So let's get started here. We'll start with the All-State teams that we heard. Um, I have the D3 teams pulled up. I I looked at D4, and nobody made it, I believe, for either EWC. No EWC teams, but... Uh, Jeremy Lorenz, of course, highlighted that D3 team. Um, some others we knew. Um, all right, Lorenz from Brilliant. As we mentioned, congratulations to Jeremy on that. Also, I mean, like Drew Doust of Southern Door was also, was named All-State. Um, Alex Sherwood of Xavier. So, you know, some team, some players you might recognize kind of from the area on that first team. I will mention then was Pierce Arns of Keel, so congrats to Pierce on that. Um, you know, some guys from like a guy from Campbell Sport, right? Mitch McCarty, 
um, was was another one. Otherwise, that was kind of the, the ones that were in the area for the most part. In D3 for, for boys, so congratulations to all of them. On the girls' side, we actually had some some good amount of recognition. Megan Schumann, right? Um, or I have, yeah, I have hers up here. Um, for some reason, the girls, the girls one was outdated. Not sure if they have that updated yet. So, um, which I'm sure they do. But I, I had the one up. the The most recent one that pulled up wasn't the most recent one. So we'll we'll look on. What's going on? But here, I, I, I here's the updated one. But I do okay. So I have for it. So as last year's was was Megan Schumann on the first team. She's also on the All State first team. Or why, why do I say All State first first team? They do it by All State teams. So she was on the All State team as well. So I, I have that on here, and again. Brilliant, twenty and five. So, congrats to to Megan on that first team or all state team there. Otherwise, for girls, I I didn't have any other. I thought there was there's more on here, but there was um, looks like only Megan Schumann made it this year on that. Um, so again, congrats, congratulations to again the state team. Members, I'll I'll check D four to see if I missed I maybe missed someone when I was going through. They had someone from Michigan, some Laconia, right? Laconia had a dominant season. Um, but looks like yeah, looks like uh, Megan Schumann represents uh, Brilliant in the EWC on the state team. And again, they went twenty and five. Brilliant, uh, the boys went twenty nine and one. Um, I thought Cole Hovey should have made it for D four, so. That was kind of the one I was I was monitoring. Did he make it as honorable mention? Um, so intri- intrigued to see kind of how that happened. But um, there you go. Those are the state teams. Congratulations, congratulations to all athletes who made it. But that kind of wraps up our basketball, right? I mean, wasn't able to like give the full live recap, right? That brilliant one state. But um, as again, I was on a plane. But congrats, sorry to them for a fantastic season. Definitely got to shout them out. Um, again, bringing that title home, being West Salem, really, really, really good team. Um, you know, bring back the state title. So congratulations to all, all the members of that team. But that's, that wraps it up for high school sports. I mean, we're, we're getting to the part now. It's spring, spring sports. So um, wraps it up on the basketball side. So, again, thanks to Wisports.net. And, again, check out Wisports.net for all of your Wisconsin sports needs. Sports.net. Let's go right away here to the Milwaukee Bucks. So um, this past week, prediction challenge, I, I had them losing in Denver. They lost in Denver. I end up getting every game right. They lo- They win in Toronto, or at home against Toronto. They win against San Antonio. They win at Utah. They put up 144 points in Utah, I should add. Bucks got to sit the fourth most of the game, and then uh, Denver takes it to them in uh, in Denver, one twenty nine one oh six. Still, for me, says the Bucks game is alive. They did in fact win tonight. There we go, got it in one twenty six one seventeen again. And Holiday and Giannis were out tonight, no problem, right? Um, 
Middleton puts up a 34. Jane Ivy of Detroit puts up 32. Good game for him out of Purdue. Um, but otherwise, you know, the story was, right? I mean, we talked about his depth being key. I mean, Javon Carter puts up 22 on an 8-for-15 efficient night. Lopez, 8-for-11. Talk about that efficiency, 8-for-10 from the line. 14 rebounds for Lopez and Portis each. Really good night for the Bucks, honestly. You know, might have been playing in a Pistons team that's not that good, but I really, I mean, it's good to see, right? You know, Wesley Matthews played 16, Conta played 18, Ingles played 20 minutes, so some good minutes. But yeah, I mean, mentioned Ivy was the top guy for Detroit tonight. He had 32, 8, and 8, so almost a triple double there. But. Always Jalen Duran was 18 points, 8 for 11 off the bench. But with Milwaukee again, moving to 54 and 21. Wow. So also Detroit's only 9 and 30 at home. They're, six, they're 16 and 59. Those losses are adding up. Um, really tough for Detroit. But for Milwaukee, I mean, they keep cruising. The schedule is not, you know, the back to back's tough later this week. My sailors speak. It's a Wednesday, Thursday back to back. Um, and it's at Indiana to Boston. You know, I, I like the Bucks against it, even at Indiana. That game against Boston's gonna be good. Um, really looking forward to how that one goes. Um, yeah, I like the Bucks this week. I have them winning the whole week. Um, then they play Philly at home in a rematch on Sunday, Sunday night. That's gonna be a good one. And then. After that, I mean, we go yeah, Philly, Washington, Chicago, Memphis, Toronto. So not much left here. So it's it, it's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, rest of the way out here. I'm all against standings. So if you want to check those out, right? I mean, the Bucks prediction challenge are like to map out kind of top five spots in the East. So we can tell you those top four spots already. They're not locked up. But those top those teams in those spots are locked in, in the playoffs. They have clinched it. Bucks again top lead the way now, 54 and 21. They have for the last few weeks already. So it's looking really, really good. Again, Boston's in that two spot, 52 and 23. Philadelphia 49-25 in the three spot. Cleveland 48-28. So those are like the top four spots locked in. But then we have that drop off. You know, like the West doesn't have this kind of drop up that the East has where from four to five, it's a five and a half game difference. So when we see that, it's, you know, really those the, right, the teams that are it's five through seven, it's fighting to get out of the play. And there's three teams. It's New York, Brooklyn, Miami, and there's only two spots to get out of the play. So it's going to be interesting to see who gets those spots. I think it'll be New York, Brooklyn. I think it'll stay out how it does. And, you know, like Chicago's pretty safe. They're three and a half games up of the Wizards. So it's safe to say that the 10 teams are going to make the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. But really only five teams miss the playoffs in each conference, considering how how many teams they want in the playoffs now. It's kind of crazy. And just kind of highlight like the West, right? The Bucks lose the, the 50 and 24 Denver Nuggets. Bucks had the best record in all basketball, but. The West right now, like we've never seen a playoff like this, a, a regular season like this. The the eleven seed, so the seed that doesn't make the playoffs, 
and the the four seed are separated by only three games. The 11 to four seed, only three games. So, I mean, really, anyone like right now the Dallas Mavericks, who are the current 11th seed, could potentially finish, although unlikely, they could be a four or five seed. But it's weird to look at. Sacramento's 45 and 29. They're having their best season in like two decades. I think that's like the best story in all of basketball this year. So you love to see that, but really Bucks are safe. Um Bucks want that you, you want that one or two spot. And they're four and a half games up over Philly. So it's feeling really good right now if you are a Bucks fan. So gotta love what I'm seeing for basketball on the basketball side. Um again, I like their their odds to win the games this week that they're gonna win. Um and Boston, that back-to-back is a little scary, but feeling pretty good about it. So, I want to actually move to baseball here. So, Brewer Prediction Challenge, right? It, it's going to be here. Well, I say it's going to be here. Haven't officially released it yet because the games aren't until later this week. I want to get the Bucks one out right away, but for the Brewers' side, we can kind of talk about spring training. Spring training last game is tomorrow. And then we already got to go. Cubs got their home opener opening day. Valley Sports, 120 on Thursday. So it's getting really, really exciting. We're, we're almost there. Um, but again, let's see, like, spring training doesn't, nobody cares about the record, but I think it's always cool to look at. Kansas City actually was the top team in the Cactus League, 19 and 12. And then Brewers were 11 and 15. They're the third worst team in the Cactus League. The St. Louis Cardinals, 17 and 7. Atlanta was 17 and 10. But, you know, Miami was 7 and 16. That ends up being like the the worst te- worst win percentage out of all teams in spring. Even the Pirates can win in spring, 9 17. Again, spring doesn't matter, but just funny. The Some teams who struggled, struggled in the regular season struggled in, the, in spring. So. You know, there's some there's some players who had some really really hot springs for the Milwaukee Brewers who did in fact land themselves a spot on the opening day roster. So Luke Voigt's nice spring though got him a one year deal as well. I mean that was kind of the main one. Um, he finished 12 for 40. I'm sure he's playing tomorrow though still too. But makes the team good for him. Some other ones who made the team: Bryce Terang after batting 286 in spring. He in fact makes the makes the team. Seven twenty nine OPS. But I mean, with guy with like Durang, it's what he what he brings to the table, not just with his bat, his glove, his speed, right? I mean, Terang was the guy you felt was gonna make it. Um, <coughs> with Justin talking with him, um, we talked about um, with with Abraham Toro, you know, thinking he was gonna have the spot on the team, but. What happened was just struggled, right? 185 average. OPS down to 646. Yeah, that was kind of tough to see. Same with Blake Perkins. Honestly, a guy who I thought was going to make some sort of impact. OPS down to under 600, 578. So those were guys who had like really, really rough springs. Um, And yeah, Weimer. 
was the guy we thought were going to make the make the roster right away. Might not now. Um, had a decent spring, right? Two sixty two average, seven forty eight OPS. Overall, just you know, had, had some nice games. But on the pitching side, the the big surprise who made it was was Gus Varlin, right? I mean, he he makes the team. A rule five pick, I believe, from Detroit. Or, uh, my apologies, from Los Angeles, the Dodgers. I'm trying to get his spring numbers up. I'm not sure why they aren't showing up. Um, interesting, but he had a nice spring. I got it was the first one. He had 17 strikeouts at eight and two thirds. So. Averaging almost two strikeouts in any. I mean, what what Varlin did this spring was was incredible. And like, you know, Woodruff's strikeout numbers were insane too. Woodruff kind of got unlucky. His ERA was four six, but yeah, his WHIP was point eight. I mean, it was like okay. So that was something. Burns spring was meh, but again, this is spring. Small sample size. Do we care really? Not really. It was for a lot of these other guys. But it looks like, right, the Brewers roster. We were trying to, like, kind of pinpoint who's going to be on what spots or who's going to make the roster, but it looks like those bullpen spots that we were kind of, like, skeptical on who was going to make it. I felt good about Bryce Bryce Wilson making it. We felt. But, yeah, I mean, it ends up being Gus Varland and Javi, probably Javi Guerra. Javier is the other guy I was pointing to who I think said make it. Um, just with like, it ends up being basically with, with Ashby not being on, um, not being ready. I mean, I think, I think if Ashby's on the team, I think Garrett's the guy who's down, um, to be honest. So the other surprise for me was Owen Miller makes the team. Um, not like I'm surprised, like, like he was well deserving, right? Wisconsin native. Good, good story, but. Pack Miller makes the team, and some other guys are going to start down. Not like Weimer. I thought Miller and Weimer was kind of the tough one, but Miller has some major league experience. Probably gives him the edge. So exciting to see that though. Brasso, Mike Brasso had a nice spring, and then also uh, Brian Anderson had a nice spring. So it does look like we were talking about this last last week, even like the odds of Brian Anderson being the guy who's going to actually play corner outfield now so he's gonna take that spot where he's gonna take that tyrone taylor role except not play center center's gonna stay at garrett mitchell exclusive this year it looks like just really cool to see him like being big league ready right first full season for him really looking forward to it and then yeah winker's gonna be probably that that everyday dh i'd imagine you know, for the most part, Tellez might get some days at DH. Yelch is going to get a few days at DH. Contreras on off days. His bat's so good. They're going to want him to get him in. But it's looking really, really exciting on that note for the Brewers. But look, prediction challenge. I had to get back to it. Just want to highlight like the roster. It's, it's, it's there. So we go to the regular season schedule. We have one game in March, March 30th, 120 at Chicago, the home opener. And then we go 
We even, they, they do this. This is my rant about baseball again. They've done this last year's. <coughs> they do opening day on Thursday. Off day Friday. And then they do two games. It's like, just do the weekend. Never understood that. And like, all three games are 120. And then um, we get started. Monday is the home opener. And that's against New York, the Mets. I will be there. 110. It's 110, 640, 1240. They're really starting to get away from those 7 to 10 games. I've been really surprised with that. Like, we're only doing 7 to 10 games, like 7 10 games now on Fridays. So, games are going to be shorter. Obviously, we know that. Their games have been shorter. So, it's like, okay. Um, an interesting thing that I've seen is now they're being game shorter, but they're also taking away those 7 10 starts on weekdays, except on Fridays. So it's like, okay, games are going to be short. Plus, they're moving them up a little bit. I mean, people, you could imagine, theoretically, 640 game time. I mean, on a game that even goes long, you're, you the game would be probably done by 910. Game that goes long. I think that's pretty incredible. So, or maybe not long. Maybe, like, that's, like, the average, like, the, the main outcome, like, the median outcome. But really, I mean... With the with that, I mean, I think that's incredible. So, I don't think nine forty like that's not gonna be like three hour games no more. It's gonna be more around that nine ten ish, and a weeknight that's not bad at all. So, I think baseball is doing the right thing here. So that's that's pretty cool to see. Even like the Saturday games, no longer seven ten. All I mean, those have usually been six ten, but those are staying six ten. They've moved. Also, you know, if you've gone to baseball games in years past, you're like, yeah, usually Sundays are the giveaway day, right? Brewers took a whole new approach this year. All Saturday giveaways. So it's like, even April right away, they're trying to get fans. Saturday, April 8th, I'll be at the game. It's Giannis Antetokounmpo Brewers City basketball, or City Connect basketball jersey. It's a Brewers basketball jersey. I know. And then 22nd, they have a yelly tumbler. Then they have a Brewers long sleeve hooded shirt. Three giveaways, three Saturdays in the month of April. So just kind of shocking with how they're already doing that. Um, a cool one though, May twenty seventh. I'll just throw this one out here. Um, Christian Yelch patriotic jersey. Pretty cool, right? It's a three ten game. That's gonna be a sellout. Wow. Well, is that, like, I want to highlight the schedule stuff. Opening day of the record prediction. I got the Brewers going two and one. They'll win the series to start. They'll go go two and one. And I'm hoping, you know, I try. I didn't give record prediction in in the um, preview last week. I was like eighty. I mean, I gave a range, but I'll give the actual prediction here. I will say I will say the Brewers are gonna go ooh, I'm gonna say eighty eight and seventy four. So you know that that's that'll be good enough to make the playoffs. But they're not gonna probably win the division. This is, is where I got them. I think St. Louis is gonna win the division again. Um I hope the Brewers win the division. That'd be cool. But I mean like St. Louis has a better team on paper. So, like, it, it would feel wrong to say they aren't. But, like, the Brewer fan me says, like, anything can happen. It's baseball. 
Why not? But 88 games. Make the playoffs. But yeah, baseball season's finally here. We're looking forward to it. And that's the main stuff I had, right? Talk about EWC. Those all state teams. Talk about the Milwaukee Bucks and the Milwaukee Brewers. And yeah, that's going to wrap it up here. Again, at your sports career, all social media platforms. Check it out. And again, I'll be back here tomorrow morning talking some basketball. The DFS slate here on Fantasia Sports. So thank you all here for listening to yet another episode of Drew Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.